That's great. Thank you. So this uh, reading is about the, the call of Levi, a tax collector. A call by Jesus. And I want to think about the three groups of people in this story. So the first is, is Levi. So Jesus calls Levi, an outsider, to come inside. Then the second group of people in our story is the disciples, whom Jesus calls from fear into deeper faith. And then the third group of people in our reading are the Pharisees, who Jesus calls from, from blindness into sight. So let's think about Levi, and maybe a bit, little bit of background. Um, Levi is a tax collector, which probably, I mean, no one puts their hand up to pay taxes. Oh, no one. Do. I'm, not, I'm not asking you, do you pay your tax, by the way. I don't want to be embarrassed in any way. But um, what I'm saying is that no one puts their hand up and say, uh, to pay taxes, to volunteer to pay more tax than they should. I'm assuming that that's the case, yeah? Well, the trouble is, is that about that time, anyone who was a tax collector was probably the equivalent of, let me think about this, of, okay, the kind of person that a tax collector, the kind of feeling you would get if you saw a tax collector, is the same if you just parked up and a traffic warden came to the car. It's that kind of feeling. You check and see if there's double yellow lines around, it magically appeared. It's that kind of feeling. It's the kind of feeling that you get maybe when you, um, I don't know, when you, you, when you see a loan shark. It's that kind of feeling. Not a good feeling. It's probably the kind of feeling for those who are a little bit older that you would have got when you knew the rent man was coming and you had to hide behind the sofa. It's that kind of feeling. Or when the man from Providence was coming. It's that kind of feeling. Probably taking you back a bit further than I intended to. But tax collectors during Jesus' time did not have a good reputation. And the reason for that is because they worked for the government. Not directly, but actually they worked for the man who 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 worked for the government. And the government was the Roman government. And so, in effect, Levi was the man who got your money and gave it to the man who worked for the man who worked for the man who worked for the man who gave it to the government. That would be okay if you handed over what was owed. But the tax collectors were given license to make money. And the kind of money that they could make was substantial. A bit like you never meet a poor bookie 
In Jesus' time, you never meet a poor tax collector. You never meet a tax collector who's struggling to make ends meet. So they did not have a good reputation. And what it was, was that the Roman government, what they would do, was that they would say, this is the price we want you to collect. We want you to collect this amount of money. And then the next, and then the tax collector, or maybe the chief tax collector, they would collect some, and obviously they've got to make a living out of it, so they'd collect a little bit more, and maybe a bit more to make it worthwhile. From the tax collector to the chief collector, from the... From the from the, from, the other, from the tax collector. And the tax collector will collect from you. And they could basically charge you whatever they wanted. And if they were a tax collector who, um, uh, who had a booth, like a little kind of stand, they were licensed to print money. Because they could pitch up their stand right at the entrance, going into town. And anyone coming into town with their goods, whether that was fishermen coming in with fish, or farmers coming in with produce, they could charge whatever they wanted. And if you didn't pay, they would report you to the authorities. So they made money. And they made money out of ordinary people. So they were not well-liked. This is how well-liked they were. Even cockroaches didn't infest their houses. Because cockroaches have standards. <laughs> These are tax collectors. No one ate from the same bowl as a tax collector. Because as far as they were concerned, if you worked for the Roman government, you were dealing with dirty money, plus you were stealing from your own people. So you were hated. If you turned up at someone's house and you walked through the door, immediately that house was classed as unclean. People would have to clean the house from top to bottom. Why? Because you were there. So they were not well liked. But we find in our reading, you can see it on the screen, Jesus went out and he saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. And Jesus' words to him are, follow me. Follow me. And Levi gets up and follows And we don't know what quite happened during the rest of the day for him. But we knew that that call was enough. Why? Because it was a call from a rabbi. And rabbis in Jesus' time were respected people. If a rabbi asked you to follow him, to become one of his disciples, you could guarantee you were doing well. You were probably the brightest and the most able people in your community and you were doing exceptionally well. And so most rabbis would be called in there, most kind of disciples would be called maybe in their, in their teens or their late teens. They were the brightest, most able students. But here's this hated tax collector 
who Jesus meets maybe for the first time and says, follow me. And he does. And not only does he follow Jesus, but he welcomes him into his house and into his fellowship of all the friends, all the tax collectors. They all gather together for a big banquet. And you get a large crowd of people eating in this space. Jesus has this way of calling people who are outsiders to the inside, from the edges, to meet him in the middle. But then there's another group of people. Before we get to the Pharisees, we're going to think about his disciples. The Pharisees, they're the kind of the, the religious people, the teachers of the law. And they're complaining to the disciples. Who are the disciples? At that point, Peter, James, and John were certainly some of his disciples at that point. Now, what you may not know, because it doesn't say in our reading, is that they were fishermen. And Jesus had come to them. And even though they were professional fishermen, he taught them how to fish. And then he called them. And Peter's reaction is, I am not worthy, I'm not good enough. You can't call me. And Jesus says, yes I can. Follow me. And they, like Levi, drop everything. And they follow Jesus. The trouble is, is that they're going to be rubbing shoulders with Levi and his kind of people. The kind of people who would fleece them as fishermen. And the concern is that they wouldn't want to stay in the same place as Levi. But they're there. They're not quite sure what their reputation is going to feel like, but they're there with Jesus. And it's a real challenge for them. Because I imagine that they're wondering, what have we gotten ourselves into? We get this guy. He called us to, from fishing to follow him. But now he's calling them. Tax collectors. What are we doing with them? And I imagine the question for Peter, James and John is, have we got this wrong? We heard the call, but we don't know where we are. And so they're fearful. But because they're with Jesus... They stay. And here's this third group, the Pharisees, 
the religious people, the people who spent a lot of their time trying to get it right, trying to keep the rules, trying to stay righteous before God. To the extent that they would definitely not eat from anything where there's a tax collector involved. They would definitely walk on the other side of the road if they had to. Because they love God and they respect everything of God. But they're challenged by Jesus, this up-and-coming rabbi. And they can't quite get their heads around it. It's a bit like trying to get used to varifocals and, and, and bifocals. It's a bit like that. I'm looking at you, I'm squinting now, because actually I've taken my glasses off, and I'm worried about stepping down on this step and then look flat on my face. I better put these back on again, just for all our sakes. But that's where they're at. What's going on? We thought we understood this guy. He knows the rules. He's read the scriptures. He's quoted to us from the scriptures. And we've seen him go around healing people. There's something about this guy. He's going places and we want to find out more. The trouble is, is that the places that he's going are the places where we can't go. We can't go to that. Because that's where the tax collectors are. And so Jesus is calling these guys from blindness into sight to see him more clearly. I'm sure you know the rest of the song. And so they ask a question. They don't ask it to Jesus, but they ask a question. And the question is, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? What are you doing? Don't you get it? You guys are contaminated. You've walked into this room and you're not wearing a mask and you've not got on your suit and you've not got on rubber gloves and you're sat rubbing shoulders with these people. Don't you get it? You're going to be guilty by association. Whatever they've got is going to rub off on you. What's going on? And the disciples are probably thinking, we don't know. <laughs> We're just with him. But Jesus doesn't give them the chance to answer. It's not the healthy that need a doctor, but those who are ill. I've not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repent. It's not the healthy that need a doctor. I don't want you to put your hands up just yet. But is there anyone who only goes to the doctor when they're well? Just checking. Is there anyone who goes to the doctor and does an annual health check and that's sorted and everything's okay? Or do most people tend to go to the doctors when they've got a bit of a cough, a bit of a cold, a bit of a snuffle? We don't hear people talk about lumbago, do we? Got a bit of lumbago. 
People tend to go when they're not well. That's when they need a doctor. And Jesus chooses to sit amongst those folks who need a doctor, who need the opportunity to know that God will make them well in every part of their lives, not just physically but in every way. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. The Pharisees are on the outside looking in, and they're trying to readjust their focus. They're probably sat a bit like anyone who's tried to sit in a car with a sat-nav or with a mobile phone and you're in that place where you lose signal or the map's reconfigurating or whatever, however you say it, it's rerouting itself. And they're trying to work out who is this Jesus who calls outsiders to be insiders, who calls the fearful to be faithful, who calls the blind to have sight. And so what about us? Where are we sitting? Are we sitting with Levi? Absolutely chuffed to bits. That God has called him to be a part of the family. I was sat with the disciples who were not quite sure what's going on, the rest of the disciples, because Levi's now a disciple. Are we sat with the rest of the disciples, Peter, James and John, trying to work out what's going on? But remaining faithful and staying with Jesus. Are we sat at a distance, maybe on the outside looking in, asking the question, who is this guy? What's this guy about? What am I missing here? And Jesus, and Jesus answered them, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but those who are ill. I have come, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Amen.